my Gabby Gabs. Today we're doing a little mini gab for you. My name is Natalie. I'm Kina. And of course we have our awesome special guest. Couldn't stay away, could you? Because here she is. It's me, Ashley. This is our mini-sode where we're going to talk about articles that we normally wouldn't talk about on the podcast. Maybe do a little bonus extra on a podcast we've already done. And uh, maybe some discoveries of things we found somewhere. What, what? Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, that's where, that's where my the came Facebook. Me is just wandering around. Next week's is a hotel I found. <laughs> nice. That's haunted. Dun, dun, dun. Honestly, I, when you say you're going to stay at somewhere, I just assume it's haunted, you know? <laughs> it's true. Real talk. Yeah. I didn't know it was haunted when we went there. And I was like, yeah, sweet. They have a beer named after the ghost. And I was like, oh, you know how you know how to get to my heart. Oh, oh it was yeah. wonderful. So, Ashley, how you been? I'm making it. I'm finally a Louisiana resident working a ton of hours a week and just living life, doing good. Well, that's good. How's oh. everyone? Oh, sorry, I got a burp. <laughs> so, Kina's doing great. I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, I'm uh, making it. Oh, yeah, so update on my pupper dog. He has a compressed disc in his back. And by day three, he's already running around. I'd have all this energy. I gotta. So he's good. He's fine. He probably has the arthritis like me. So they always say, like, (laughs) when you have a pet, you're the pet, the owner look more and more alike the longer you have them. Yeah, it's wild. Because two days before we had to take him to the vet, he was walking weird. And then I could tell that he was stretching weird and like kicking his leg out and I told Zeke I was like I think his hips hurt and he's like stop putting that on him (laughs) (laughs) stop putting your shit on the dog yeah I was right so (laughs) he's on anti-inflammatories he's fine fine. how are you Natalie (laughs) I'm good (laughs) Kina's anxiety about her dogs is just so funny to me they are my children (laughs) They, well, yeah, no, no, I, I I'm am the all exact for same that. way. But it still is so much fun when you're like, my heart. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> True. <laughs> and I was editing that. I was editing that blooper today when I was talking about my heart, and your face was like, dear God, Gina. <laughs> Calm down. Like that's the reason why you take him to the vet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. But that is just me, though. Like, that's just how I am about most situations. Like, that house is burning. Great. Hey. Uh, just call somebody. <laughs> like, that's about how I roll half the time. We're all, like, very extremes. At least on, like, one side of the chill extreme, and me and Ashley are on the super anxiety-ridden extreme. Yes, so. yes, but. yes. If anything can go wrong, it will, and we're going to panic. <laughs> yes. Well, do we want to just jump into this? Because oh, yeah. long. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sure. want to go ahead and kick us off, uh, Kina, since you already I'm already like wondering what the name of the ghost yes. is. It's actually not. It's going to actually be a continuation of our Native American episode mm-hmm. because I have a dear friend and she's Comanche and she sent me something yesterday and it really got me thinking. She sent me this meme and it says, Native American heritage fact. We are the only minority in the country subjugated to providing a blood quantum status to prove how Indian we are, in quotes, same as horses and dogs. And when she said that, she was like, oh, just thinking about your episode. I was like, holy shit, that's true. You never think about that. They're the only minority in the country where people like the one drop rule, you know? Yeah. So I found this really cool article by this dude named Simon Moya Smith. He is a citizen of the, oh, oh God, I should have looked that up. Oglala? Oh, shit. O-G-L-A-L-A. Oglala? Just drink more rum. A rough tongue better. <laughs> yeah, <Yep>, that's it. <laughs> Lakota Nation and a Chicana writer and reporter. And he wrote an article called 100 Ways to Support Not Appropriate from Native People. And I'm not going to do all 100, so breathe easy. I just oh, grabbed cool. a few. Because I thought, you know, it's still Native American Heritage Month. And uh, this would be good for us. And I'm guilty of some of these, so I'm going to actively try. So this isn't me being like, don't do this, I'm better than you. It's, no, I do some of these too when I need to stop. So, <laughs> uh, 
Sorry, it's, I like that. I don't, I'm better than you. Like, don't do that. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not better. And I know that in my past I've done some stuff I'm guilty of. So, I, I've, I, you know, I've said it before. If you're uncomfortable, that means you're learning. And if you're learning, you're growing. So, let's just all uh, learn here. Okay, the first it's one. Gr- it's growing pains. Yeah. That's what it is. It's growing pains. Oh, oh, where'd it go? Okay, so the first one it says, if somebody says, my great-grandmother was a Cherokee princess, ask them who the king and queen were, because FYI, there's no such thing as a Cherokee king, queen, or princess. Uh, He's also very witty. (laughs) But I've heard that, especially in the South, there's always people that say that, and I've heard that. And I'm always like, okay, sure. (laughs) (laughs) And the next one I'm guilty of, because I said it in the last episode. Um, just because your great, great, great grandmother was allegedly Cherokee. <laughs> Attacked. Anyway, it says you're, uh, just because your great, great, great grandmother was allegedly Cherokee, this does not permit you to wear a headdress. In fact, unless you are a native who has earned the right to wear one, don't wear a headdress ever. So I think this is looking at you, uh, festivals. <laughs> Coachella. Coachella. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Um, because headdresses are sacred and each one represents that person specifically and each one represents the sacred ritual that they're doing. So they're pretty, but they're also sacred. So the more, you know, rainbow. rainbow. Uh, don't <laughs> ever say somebody has gone off the reservation. The term comes from a time when natives were forbidden to leave the boundaries of the area. It was also the United States first travel ban. So huh. did not you know did. that one. He makes a lot of hard-hitting truths in this that I hadn't ever connected. So, oh, like, yeah. oh, shit. Um, I'm get some more rum. This one's a little dark. Okay, it's gonna get, it's gonna get dark. We need water in here. <laughs> Change the narrative on Indian givers. We aren't the ones who are negged on agreements. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So the next one. No, we don't live in teepees. And please stop asking. And please stop purchasing those cheap ass fake fucking teepees at Target for your kids. So standing no, do. <laughs> <laughs> do not speak with smug entitlement on issues that affect Native communities just because you claim to be a quarter Indian or whatever. For example, do not tell a Native that racist mascots aren't racist because you are allegedly Cherokee and you yourself do not find them offensive. Instead, listen to us when we tell you what it is and what isn't offensive. So this was actually a big argument in Arkansas because a state was, what were they before they were the Red Wolves? I thought they were just the Indians. Yeah, I think they were just the Indians, but it was big. Wasn't there like the Redskins? Yes, that they're still a debate about. Yeah, they're still trying to change it. People are like, oh, the team is so ingrained in our culture, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, that's still pretty damn racist. But but I know A-State changed the wolves. And after all the fighting, like, oh, the world didn't end. Everything's fine now. So (laughs) (laughs) you can. Also, quit telling us to get over it. Too often when we bring up Trail of Tears or Wounded Knee Massacre, for example, we're berated. Quote, it's in the past, move on already. Yet, when it's a massacre of predominantly white people, it's we will always remember or we will never forget. Why do we have to get over it when you can always be remembered? And I was like, oh, shit. It's true. Yeah, you don't really say that about other races. It's, Mm -hmm. we will remember the white people. It happens a lot. Yeah, that one, uh, that one got me. Uh, The next one, recognize that DNA does not equate to culture. Ancestry.com and 23andMe, for example, are in the business of biotechnology, not culture. Culture is a community, <laughs> not your spit. <laughs> well, Kira, Which, did, you did 23andMe. Yes. What did you rank for percentage of Native American? Oh, barely even registered. It was like 0.1%. I but, did the Ancestry, and I was raised being told by my family that I was half Cherokee. I have 1% Indian blood. Mm-hmm. And that's really with a lot of people. We've all heard stories that yeah. we had more than what we do. And, you know, and this is a good example. So when I talked about my great, great, great grandmother on the podcast, one of my distant cousins messaged me and was like, who are you talking about? And then we kind of worked through the family tree and we figured out who it was. It was Sarah and his side of the family never knew the stories. But because my mom's grandmother told her the stories, we knew about that side. 
He actually had a picture of her, which I thought was cool because we lost the picture that we had. And then back then, the husband is the one that would fill out the census. So mm. he did it and he put white. So there's no proof. So it's just kind of huh. a... But again, it's like she had to kind of give up her culture to save her life because um, I did... This is like a correction. I did say that she ran away from the Trail of Tears, but my mom corrected me. She was actually... They hid her in Kentucky in the hills from the people rounding everybody up. And then once they left, they head west and then they hit those arcs and they're like, oh, this reminds us of home. And they stayed. So it, it kind of blows me away that now everybody's just like dying for the chance to have some sort of native blood in their DNA when, you know, people like her had to give everything up and pretend they weren't. And it's very sad. <laughs> oh, here we go. Use your privilege and platform to speak out regularly against the oppression of natives. Create and empower more allies to do the same. For example, if you have a following or in the position of authority, use it to illuminate issues in Indian country and most certainly, maybe most importantly, pass the flipping mic to a native. So here I go. I'm flipping the mic to my native friend, Mandy, and I'm going to quote her on a few things because we got to talking. So I told you about the meme where they're the only ones that have to prove their bloodline, like dogs and horses. She says that she's personally had to have the blood quantum proof argument with people because they see her as being too physically white. She says, I encourage people to do their genealogy and trace their family history. This also goes with the blood quantum argument. When someone says to me that they're Native American, my reaction is always, which tribe, out of curiosity. And more often than not, they never know. But these people always ask me for proof of being Comanche rather than asking me to help them find theirs. Another point is the sexualization of Native American women and men. as Sexy costumes, women wearing headdresses, being seen as a novelty. People Googling Native American cultures, traditions, and selling fake-ass ceremonies online. So many topics, lol. <laughs> plus, there's over 500 federally recognized tribes, plus many more that aren't recognized. All of them have their own things. Some may be similar, and some are kind of the same, but we all get lumped together into one group. And then, because she was, like, asking me about my great-great-grandmother, and then we were talking about that, she said, Back then, a lot of people hit it. Uh, a lot of people claimed another race. People were so prejudiced and racist against the Native Americans. They would often claim to be Black Dutch. Nowadays, people want the wind in their hair, flute music, good beats to dance with the wolves, the last Mohicans and all that shit romanticized Native status. Oh, and the monetary casino benefits slash scholarships and whatnot. They want the status, but not the generational trauma. I thought that was a very badass quote from my friend Mandy. I like it. I have known her forever. Okay, anyway, uh, the next one. Don't vote for politicians who support oppressive policies and agendas. And that can go with any minority, honestly. Read up on how Thanksgiving narrative actually went down because it's largely bullshit what we're taught in school. <laughs> yep. Next, speak out against Columbus Day. Columbus was a murderer and a rapist who set into motion one of the world's worst genocides, which... Fuck Columbus. Fuck him hard. <sighs> Next, don't dress up as an Indian on Halloween. If you see a non-native person playing Indian, i.e. wearing war paint or donning a faux feather headdress, ask the person, would you dress up as an Indian in a full room of Indians? Then why would you think it's okay to do it any other time? That should go for a lot of things. If you don't feel comfortable in doing it in front of somebody, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Your Western university degree does not always equal factual knowledge about us, nor does your settler professor have authority in our oral histories. That's a hard sentence to say. (laughs) Our elders do. So that's also true. And I was trying to be very careful with our episodes, too, because a lot of Native American histories are oral histories and they haven't actually been written. And so like when I was doing the perspective of white people, but hopefully we made the point that we were researching what we could and that the oral histories we don't have access to and that that's sacred to them and all that so he says also look up the hashtag mmiw and and it means murdered and missing indigenous women native women are 2.5 times more likely to be sexually assaulted than women of any other demographic which i was not really aware of so that was pretty startling please don't claim to be a native just to get a job or scholarship that's fucked up that's from him, but I also agree. That is no, Yeah, that's a solid statement. <laughs> yeah. This one I've been guilty of. This is the one I was talking about. 
don't even think about calling anyone or anything your spirit animal. And I've done that in the past. And now I try to say my Patronus because yes. I have realized that that's a really shitty thing to say. So I realized that I've done it in the past. Won't do it again. This one also, I guess I knew it, but I never really registered. It's worth remembering that reservations were first established as prison camps and that Hitler was inspired by them. <sighs> so That's fucked up. That's very fucked up. And uh, I Googled it and there's a lot of really good scholarly articles on that. And it's also just devastating. But, uh, no, Native Americans are not all drunks. Jesus, stop assuming that. Which for our drink of the week, I Googled uh, Native American breweries and there are some fucking amazing breweries out there that are completely Native American owned and they do a lot of, they, they're inspired by their culture. So you're going to get different brews that you can't get anywhere else. So I highly recommend people check them out. There are a bunch of them in Albuquerque, which looked amazing. And there's one by a LGBT couple and I want to go oh, there. Cool. They wow. don't really send beer outside that area but if i'm ever in new mexico i'm going i'm almost done i promise the natives per capita serve in the u.s military more than any other racial demographic uh just a fact ally should know that's what he said in parentheses oh this one sucks if your girlfriend or wife is native don't ever call her pocahontas ever pocahontas was a child and victim of rape she only married that white guy to protect her family from murder mutilation and enslavement Oh, man. Gross. Yeah, do your research. Add, yeah, I should add that this guy is writing a book and it should be coming out like any day now. So I highly oh, recommend cool. it. No, we don't all commune with animals. I can't even get my fucking dog to sit. So please stop asking. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, the last one, the title of this list could also be 100 Basic Ways to Be a Decent Human. So please be a decent human. Human, don't be an asshole. Okay, his book is called Your Spirit Animal is a Jackass, and it will be available by the end of 2019. I stalked him on Instagram, and there was some, like, editing issues, so that got pushed back. But it should be coming out anytime. And if you want to follow him, he is at Simon Moya, M-O-Y-A Smith, on Twitter and Instagram. Awesome. I will be buying that. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, I think... Because I've always said spirit animal, too, without even thinking twice about it. But when I think about it, to them, that is sacred. They have whole ritual ceremonies to discover who their spirit animal is. And it guides them through life. To me, it's just something fun to say. So I can understand why. I I want, I just I see both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I understand in their culture, it's super special. But then again, it is a general term, too. I mean... Okay, before Harry Potter came out, we did not have Patronus. What would we say? White colonists took a lot of things from natives and made it normal. So for us, it's normal. But the original people that took it, that wasn't normal. I think I that's hear, probably what they're getting at. I, I mean, I hear it, but I guess like that's probably the one thing I don't find super offensive. Just yeah. because on that one, I'm like, well, it is 2020 almost. It's 2019. Mm. And... And that is a, just a regular word. And you may have a ceremony and you may do this special thing and you may cut this out if you think we'll lose all of our listeners. That's fine. <laughs> but it's just like. No, I get it. I think I'm just. Well, I think at this point, I think we just deserve it. Throughout yeah. history. No, white that's people, true. White people we've gotten suck. everything. Yeah, we've gotten everything. So I'm like, if we have to give up some stuff. I think it's about time that we have to. So. Well, I'm we, also, we also have to consider that just because it wasn't pointed out as being offensive before, you know, the late 2010s doesn't mm-hmm. mean it wasn't offensive. Yeah. It was just people weren't were too afraid to say anything. So, mm-hmm. like, I just don't see a problem with being like, hey, stop co-opting that. You know, it was taken from yeah. us. And um, yeah, like other cultures have spirit animals, too. But it's typically still a very, like, religious or um, significant mm-hmm. thing. So. Before, you could just say, like, you're kindred, like you have a kindred spirit or something instead of saying spirit animal. Yeah. Yeah, I think Native Americans just haven't had a voice, really, yeah. ever. And now it's just, there's some people, there's a lot of, um, they've elected some politicians, like people like this guy writing books. Because, honestly, you just, I 
can't even name one person really that's been a vocal like advocate for Native Americans. You, you, yeah. For the last few years, we've seen them on a lot of other minorities, but Native Americans seem to kind of be uh, in the wayside, which really sucks. Sorry I brought everybody down. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> this was not funny at all. I just thought, you know, I just wanted to throw that up there. I know I've seen a lot of things about cultural appropriation lately, and it's starting to become more of a, people are becoming more aware I mean, even as a kid, we probably, most of us dressed up as an Indian and oh, yeah. a lot of it. Yep. Cowboys and Indians was like the game everybody played. And it's hard to think about how painful that is for people. Yeah. Who wants to awesome. go next? I can Actually, go next. You yeah. yeah. Um, mine is funnier. Oh, please. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since I moved to Shreveport, I've been exploring all things Shreveport. Uh, so I found something from the Shreveport Times. And it is eight weird things that are against the law in Shreveport. Oh, I've always heard Louisiana has some weird ass laws. Oh, they're weird. Okay. <laughs> so... If you acquired your tiger, gorilla, or African buffalo prior to May 23rd of 1989, you're permitted to keep it in Shreveport. <laughs> tiger? <laughs> yes, or African buffalo. That's the one that threw me. Like, I expect a tiger, I expect a gorilla, not African buffalo. Um, huh. People rarely domesticate tigers, but this, ex- this exception to an obscure ordinance might make you second guess uh, that familiar fact. The law includes a ban on cheetahs, bears, Komodo dragons, crocodiles, and skunks. Zoos, circuses, and vet clinics are exempt from the rule. The ordinance prohibiting Shreveport residents from keeping wild, exotic, or vicious animals is just one of a few strange city laws on the books. And the time searched for odd city rules using Municode, an online library of municipal laws. Proposed ordinances must be read twice before passed by the city council. Can you imagine just like sitting there and being like, people can't own bears. People can't own bears. Okay, it's law. (laughs) It's hard to imagine why some of these laws won the vote. Other rules suggest bizarre scenarios and read along for more peculiar mandates. So the first one, uh, besides the one that's the intro, is no chalk on the sidewalk. That's right. The days of dragging chalk across the concrete to draw boxes. For a game of hopscotch are over. Huh. So the ordinance reads, It shall be unlawful for any person to paint, chalk, or imprint any letter, word, sign, or picture of any kind of on any sidewalk of the city. Weird. I'm going to tell you, people do this at my job all the time. So Especially it, at libraries. You do a lot of yes. chalk art. Yes. Like, that's such a programming boon because it's so cheap to do. And you, everyone has sidewalks, presumably. So number two, you can't leave ladders leaning against walls because a rat might climb them. Wait, a rat? A rat. Roof rats pose a serious (laughs) nuisance to rodent control professionals. An ordinance to protect businesses from roof rats says it's unlawful to permit fishing poles, ladders, or any other object a rat could climb against the wall of a business building. How big are these fucking rats? That's what I just like how specific it is. (laughs) Look, very I've seen, specific. I've seen, yeah, it's very specific. It's one of those scenario ones that it's like, really? I have seen a lot of roaches since moving down here. Like outside of buildings, I've not seen a rat yet. I just, I'm just picturing like, oh, we can't, like, there's a rat over there, but the raccoon scaling the wall over here, that's fine. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my gosh. So oh, number okay. three, it's illegal for swimming pool water to look murky. I mean, I'm okay with that one. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> At all times when a swimming pool is in use, the water shall be sufficiently clear to permit a black disc six inches in diameter on a white field when placed on the bottom of the pool at the deepest point to be clearly visible from the sidewalk of the pool, the city code states. Yeah, I'm okay with that one. Is that like a fear of a gator getting in there or something and you can't see it? See, that's what I was wondering, like if it was like gator proofing or if it was like if it's murky it means that the levels are off and it can make you sick or more rats more rats maybe (laughs) maybe roof rats just taking a load off by the pool this is one of my favorites 
Number four, you can't use silly string during a parade. In 2006, the Environmental Protection Agency determined silly string was toxic. Many cities decided allowing residents to shoot brightly colored lines of foam out of a can at each other wasn't worth the environmental hazard. At least Shreveport didn't go as far as issuing an up to $1,000 fine for violations like Los Angeles does. Number wow. five, That's right? a very large fine. It is, especially, I mean, it's, it's silly string, guys. Come on. But whatever. Well, animals choke on that, actually. Really? Aww. Okay, just kidding. Fuck silly screen. It's kind of like the plastic things that from turtles or whatever, like birds can pick oh, it up, and oh. it's because of the toxicness of that. So I th- I agree that's like a super high fine, but having it not allowed, I agree yeah. with that entirely. I'm for the high fine now that I know it can choke animals. Anyway, at number five, you can't distribute condoms during Mardi Gras parades. <laughs> that's when they need them the most. <laughs> Real talk. Man, not only can you not use silly string at the parades, but you can't promote the prevention of sexually transmitted diseases either. Shreveport yep. lawmakers prefer a fr- family-friendly Mardi Gras. I feel like that is family-friendly. <laughs> Whatever. Wow. Number six, hogs and pigs aren't permitted within city limits except for miniature pot-bellied pigs. <laughs> Those are adorable. <laughs> they are. They really are. And I don't like pigs, but potbelly pigs are are cute. So if Wilbur is the reason miniature potbelly pigs are allowed within the limits of the city of Shreveport, that's another credit to E.B. White, the writer who penned Charlotte's Web. People can pick up a Gordy or a Babe at Brock Lee's Pig Rescue and Sanctuary in Northwest Louisiana. What a name. (laughs) Brock Lee's Pig Rescue and Sanctuary. Number seven, you can't ride a motorcycle side saddle. Didn't know that was a thing. Oh, no, I would not like that. Yeah, in India, motorcycles are set up to ride side saddle. Fortunately, in Shreveport, you can't accrue a high hospital bill by attempting that balancing act. (laughs) Riding side saddle is impressive, but it's illegal. The ordinance states, a person shall ride upon a motorcycle only while sitting astride the seat, facing forward with not more than one leg on each side of the motorcycle. Oh, wow. That is, again, oddly specific. So here's the last one. How do you even ride a motorcycle side saddle without falling over? That's okay. So I'm ignorant. I don't know how a motorcycle works, but isn't there something you do with your feet on both sides of the motorcycle that like you need? I don't think so. I think you just have to kick. Okay. I'm just ignorant. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like for balance sake, you need your legs on either side of the motorcycle. I don't even know how to ride a bicycle, let alone a motorcycle, so I can't really help. But I know Zeke does it, and it looks like one foot and then hands do all the stuff. Oh, that's right. Okay. Ask him if he'll ride side saddle, (laughs) but only in your neighborhood. He's only, like, broken his whole fucking hand. We don't need to encourage anything else. Just kidding. That fucking motorcycle is in my living room right now, and I hate it because it almost killed him. But it's also in my living room. And I'm like, this is my life. (laughs) So last one, number eight. Service horses can't pull a carriage on the highway during bad weather. If you're in the horse carriage trade, don't try to bring those hooves up to speed on the highway during a flood alert. Owners (laughs) shall not allow a horse to be worked on a public highway, path, or street during adverse weather or other conditions which are a threat to the health or safety of the horse and the public, as per Shreveport's long list of equestrian requirements. Oh, yay. I so, like yeah. pro-horsey legislation. Right? Like, they're deterring roof rats, but they really take care of horses. Man. I like it. And what was it, birds that eat silly string? All animals that eat silly animals. string. That is my assumption. Going through the trash can, yeah, and they can, and it's toxic too. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the gross. That's horrifying. I'm never gonna like, which I mean, honestly, I haven't touched silly string in any way, shape, or form since probably high school, but like now I'm never ever gonna even look at it again. I mean, I still play with it sometimes. I just make sure I try to dispose of it in a way where mm-hmm. it won't be good. good. Yeah. Versus like everyone just spraying everywhere in a giant parade and it's just yeah. everywhere. Pandemonium. And I wonder if that could be even their main cause. Just like no one cleaned the fuck up after. Yeah. <laughs> There's silly yeah. string for days. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be that person. 
Yeah, so that is eight weird rules that Shreveport has that I am now abreast of. That's really cool. I know yeah. how to roll them. I like places that have things for the horses. I know we have a lot of horse stuff here, but people take really good care of them. Some really pretty horses at the Riverwalk, and they paint their toes, and they have glitter in their hair, and they braid them, and they're really pretty. Oh, you know? man, I love them. And he's like, I want to touch you. And so he's like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch their horse. <laughs> I just want to love you. <laughs> but yeah, they got little glitter toes. Oh, just I love it. love it. Oh, man. But yes. Why? Like, why the glitter? Leave, leave animals alone. <laughs> just leave them alone. Yeah. Braid, braid their hair, their manes or whatever. But no animal needs yeah. glitter on them. That shit true. is like herpes of crafts. You know that? <laughs> so true. true. So true. I think that hair is one thing because, mm-hmm. like, that's just hair and it's long and whatnot. But, like, glitter toes. Mm-hmm. I was a sucker for it. I like shiny shit. I was like, ooh. <laughs> She's like a <laughs> raccoon reaching into a log for a penny. I love raccoons. <laughs> Me too. Trash <laughs> All right, guys. Unfortunately, mine is also sad and terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Awesome. It popped up on my Facebook and I just had rage and I'm like, must share this with the world. Okay, so did y'all enjoy the movie Land Before Time when you were children? Fuck that movie. That wrecked As me. As a kid, yes, <laughs> but it made me sad. Yeah. yeah I love Remember, it. we're the like overreacting emotional ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. But it's, I mean, yeah, the mother part is really, really sad. I, yeah. It Like my mom, it, it tears her to shreds all the time. Anytime she even it's thinks about it. Yep, yep, yep. That's the right movie. Yes, yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, Ducky? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, that actress was murdered. No! Oh, yeah, yeah by her dad. Jesus yep. Christ! Yeah, and this popped in my Facebook, and I'm like, who would share this? Because fuck them. I don't need this in my <laughs> life. But with this rage, I have to share it with y'all, so you're going to have to suffer along with me. So, on this article, it says the tragic story of Judith Barzi. Sure. And she voiced Ducky. And, you know, she was 10 years old. She had a very abusive father that was drunk. And I think it was almost like a jealousy of, like, how much money she was making. She also played the little girl in All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh, another really fucking sad movie. (laughs) I love that movie. <laughs> so she did the voices of, of both those characters. And neither of the movies had come out, but they got paid a lot of money for already for that. And yeah, it was a murder-suicide. The father killed his wife and killed her and then killed himself. Oh, my God. Oh, that is tragic. Yeah, Was that like the 90s? To- mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm double-checking in the... In the article. Yeah, it was in the 90s, and, and he, like, the father would repeatedly threaten the family, and the mother had previously gone to the police accusing her partner of physical and verbal abuse, threats on her life, and many people close to the family said Judah's father spoke a number of times about killing his wife, and, and even his daughter, even her. And she apparently even, like, made moves to leave, like, had an apartment set up and everything. And they're like, we're just going to live here until after her birthday. And so they had her birthday, or I don't even know if they got to the birthday. But before they had the chance to move out, he murdered them. Oh, that breaks my heart. Well, no. Oh, that's rough. That really sucks. I think that's something that really hurts my heart out of a lot of true crime stories that we research and, like, hear about. Mm-hmm. Is that there's usually several attempts to try to get help or they've gone in the police or they have plans to leave. Oh, it's just. <laughs> I know. It's so rough. I know. Well, I just, and to kill, I mean, just kill yourself, man. Okay. Don't. Yeah. yeah. Why, why take them down with you? Yeah. What a dick. He's going on the fuck you list. For oh, real. Yeah. She was so young, too, right? She was still a yes. kid. His, he was 55, and his wife was 48, and his daughter was 10. Oh, my God. Special place in hell for people like him. 
Doesn't mm-hmm. her headstone say yep, yep, yep? Yes, it does. Oh, my God. I was just about to say that. It says yep, yep, yep. And it has a quote from all dogs go to heaven. It's on both yeah. of them. Ew. Or both of them are on the headstone. Yeah. Oh, God. That's oh, that's sad. Oh. It is. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry to <laughs> bask in it. Well, we can start. But as soon as I read that, I'm like, like almost by the I'm like, all right. Just, yeah, I loved that movie. That movie was my jam in the 90s, but it always made me cry a lot. So, <laughs> yep. All right, let's move on to some questions and hopefully lighten the shit up. <laughs> hopefully, please, hopefully they didn't ask, like, how was your grandmother's death? You know, <laughs> your favorite massacre. <laughs> What's the worst part of working at a library? (laughs) (laughs) So many things. So many things. Uh, Shit on the walls. And that's literal shit on the walls. It's not (laughs) drawing or anything like that. That's literal. Shit hitting the wall. That's literal shit on the walls. That happened more times than I could ever count. And not in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, We're talking about elevator. We're talking about in the shelves. We're talking about everywhere else. Doesn't even have to be in the bathroom, y'all. Oh, wasn't it Delphine that almost touched it on top of a shelf? Yes. This was a six, (laughs) a five or six bookshelf. And I'm five foot seven. And so I can't see over the shelves. Keena probably could maybe barely see over it. But even then it's taller than her. So it's, it's a good thing. And little Delphine puts her hand up, just trying to figure out what this smell is. And almost touched it. Oh, God. Almost. Never luckily. investigate a smell with your hands. Oh. Bare hands, at least. Good lord. Oh. Just asking for it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think poop is a big one. I have a sad answer, so I won't put that out there. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of sad. I'm thinking more yeah. of like the naked people, the bodily yeah. fluid, oh, the sex. Uh, sex in the bathrooms. Yeah, yep. the, the people bushes. having sex or the people masturbating. Oh, yeah. that yeah, that's that. even worse. My, like, last month working at the library, one of the new girls, I think she had been there just a couple of weeks, walked in on a guy masturbating in the children's department, and she just did not know how to process that. It was just, like, a screech, like a baby scream. Yep. (laughs) I don't know what to do. Pterodactyl screech. Yeah. Yes. It was. Oh, police coming in with their guns raised, looking for an escaped convict. And making you lay on the floor. Yeah. 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 Luckily, I was off that day, so that did not happen to me personally, but I found out about, I'm like, why does all this shit happen when I'm gone? Like, I've been, or, once I went to lunch and all the electricity was out, I'm like, I just went for an hour, y'all. What happened? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that day, I got a call from my people in the teen center being like, can you come up here? Some shit went down. (laughs) And then found out that one of my people, you know who you are, they were like, hit the ground, and the police run over there. He just, like, went up to the glass, because we were above the children's department and he just was staring watching and i'm like you know those cops aren't gonna pay attention like who is who they're looking for and who wasn't yeah, yeah they're just <sighs> looking for movement and reacting yeah he's just like standing there watching like where's my popcorn it's like, jesus christ dude oh yeah speaking of sex that one time we found a uh, <laughs> sex den in a bush it was like a cardboard box oh. some underwear and a water gun I forgot about that. What's the and water gun for? I'm assuming I, I'm assuming cleanup, but I don't I don't know. I'm like, why? Why a library? Why? Yeah. My first thought was the two men in the bathroom. Oh, and it was the on Craigslist. Craigslist. Yeah, the Craigslist misconnection. <laughs> there was a Craigslist ad for uh, a hookup. Hook up in the bathroom. Two she men did. that had met in the bathroom and uh, hooked up immediately, and one of them was seeking to reconnect with the other <laughs> in the bathroom for another rendezvous. Um, this is not to say you shouldn't check out your library. I think this place was like a while. The exception to the rule. The exception, yeah. Although I've been to a few conferences and everybody has a story, but yeah. I remember I went to a conference in Texas, actually. It was the first time I ever went to Texas. We went to Houston. And I was asking people, I'm like, is things like this here? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's literally everywhere. But if you have a public place, you have free air conditioning, free heat, free water. Some places free food. You know, we offered free food if you were under 18. And free internet. And just a place to get out of 
you know, the streets, you're going to have a lot of shit go down just because you're a primed environment for some yes. weird shit. Yes. Also, libraries have amazing librarians that make the environment amazing. And you never know these things are happening because most yeah. of us were trained to, like, divert the attention to the good shit. And you never knew what was happening. So we were all yeah. very good at covering it up. Like, oh, there's a naked woman washing her vajayjay in the sink. Let's just cover the door. <laughs> like, 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 Chris, take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when you walk into your uh, public library, you don't realize that someone probably picked up a turd off the floor about 10 minutes before you walked in. That that happened. I've never in my life thought that I would hear about so many just poop incidents. And yeah. it was like adult bathrooms. It wasn't kids. Yeah. I never heard about it's kids everywhere. doing that shit. It was just like yeah. adults. <laughs> Kids do it too, but it's more it's more for people because they don't usually know or they're just hyperactive, you know, whatever. But yep. like there was one older gentleman that this happened to one of my friends. He he went to the restroom. Apparently he had it was an older man, like pretty up there, and he had an accident, I guess, before he got into it. And then he I guess did the best he could in there and cleaning himself and whatever mess he had made and then proceeded to tell the person at the desk that he had Bless his heart. had an issue and then just went and sat down at the computer. Aww. Not so much bless his heart. Yeah. But also how embarrassing would it be to have to admit that? But also well, I know. I'm like, look, if, if that <laughs> ever happens to me, you will not see me again. No, no, nope. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, I think also one of the worst things is when kids are left there oh. yeah, too long. Uh, just the other day, a boy called his mom and he says, when are you picking me up? And they, and her answer was a question. And that was, when does the library close? Oh, I hated that. Yeah, and, that's always the and worst. We closed at eight and he was like, but I'm hungry. And luckily we were doing a spaghetti social mm-hmm. at the library. So him and his sister got some dinner. But that that's probably one of the worst parts for me. So I see oh, the yeah. We're even waiting after close. We have to wait with the police or whatever yeah. with the kid because their parents won't show up. That's uh, one of the worst was that we were we had a tornado and there was like a she had to have been like four, four, five tops. Her parents had dumped her at the library, went off somewhere and there was a tornado and she was just panicked like i want my mom i want my dad i want somebody and she's just like scared shitless because it was one time where a tornado was actually kind of over the library it ended up hitting the air force base so it kind of skipped us but i finally like grabbed a bunch of games and got her into like the hallway where we went and i was like play games with me and i tried it and then her parents showed up all pissed off like we started the tornado (laughs) like don't (laughs) dump your kid here (laughs) like i don't know like this is not a daycare. No. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. also yeah. PSA, not a daycare. No. Yeah. The the child abuse and the child abandonment and stuff is what is the worst for me. Oh yeah. All right. Moving on. What's your least favorite time in history? The Holocaust. Oh yeah. Which one? Well, they're all pretty they're, bad. <laughs> they're all pretty bad and shouldn't have fucking happened. Yeah. Oh man. That's. I can't pick one. There's too many. So there's too much murder, too much war, too much violence that is not called for, too much rape. Yeah, yeah I think. The, like even the sterilization it. thing oh, in yeah. the 70s. Oh God, yeah. For Native Americans and for African American women, like it's yes. just it's just too much shit. Too much well, to you know, I tried to look. I was trying to look up news about like witchy practice, like Wiccan and all that. And the first thing that came up for Louisiana was that some places were convicted of practicing female genital mutilation in today's day and age. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck? That is probably one of the most devastating things I've ever read about the female. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Pretty much anything that's genocide or mutilation or rape. Like, systemic, like, that's just, I can't. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff in history, but unfortunately, there's some dark, dark shit. 
Like, yeah, the Natalie, shit that should never happen. Like Natalie said last week, like, why are we doing this podcast on history? <laughs> like, it's so fucking dark. Real talk. Uh, all right, next one. Will there be an episode on discussing the history of alcohol? Maybe a fun fact list? Ooh. I mean, one, there's always fun fact lists. It's true. Damn. And I can say that because I know, is this Stacy that we know? Probably, maybe? No, I don't think so. But there's almost always a fun fact list. It's true. We actually have a poll going up on Patreon right now, and alcohol is one of the topics they could choose. So if you want alcohol to be the next thing, you should join Patreon and vote for it. (laughs) Shameless plug. (laughs) You need to put a little jingle every time. Yes. Man. Oh, that was from Stacy F. So not the Stacy we know. But still it's cool. Me, it's too many minutes to remember what our, the <laughs> Stacy we know, what her last name was. <laughs> or which letter. I remember how it ended, but I didn't remember how, the first letter. Uh, Either way, I'm sure this Stacy is awesome too, because I want to do an alcohol episode too, actually. I want to do, I mean, we could probably do like a wine, a rum whiskey we could do one for each individual there's so much uh-huh. all right um the next one when will you put out thong merch oh man <laughs> i actually I responded to this four. person on instagram i'm like i don't know but it's on the list of things to do now and that's from stoned and spooked podcast highly recommend but uh <laughs> yeah right now our merch site we kind of just depend on what they put out, but they're putting out new shit all the time. So you know, right now it's it's very PG. We'll put it that yeah. way. But we'll see how how it goes. <laughs> we should just find somewhere else. Because like, I'm imagining like a navy blue thong with our with the back part having the that golden sphere thing that you have. Like, <laughs> you're welcome. Oh. Oh, I just hit my mic. I got too excited. Okay. That's how I know that was a good joke because you booped <laughs> your mic with your head. Boop. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you, you replied and then she wrote back that she wants like a full whale tail. So we'll try. We'll try to do it. Yes. Uh, okay. The next one. Who would play you in the movie of the podcast? Lizzo. <laughs> I've been told when I'm skinny, I look like Julia Stiles. I can see that. Or Kelly Clarkson. I get told I look a lot like Kelly Clarkson a lot. I see. Yeah, I see a little both. Yeah. yeah. When I was skinny, I was told I looked kind of like Nellie Portman. Oh, yeah. I see Ooh, that. I like that casting. I, when I was skinny, I um <laughs> <laughs> would get told that my doppelganger was a Winona writer. Oh, I could see that, too. Uh, I guess if I picked one now, so skinny Natalie versus just much more beautiful Natalie, um, I would say Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> oh, yes. I love her. Damn, you stole oh, Love her so much. I would still say Kelly Clarkson. Cause she's. I think she's my humor is pretty on par with like Kristen Wiig or Maya Rudolph, though. Oh, like, sure. She's not big, but I want Aubrey Plaza. Oh, I love her. I too. love Audrey. Yeah. yeah. She's so funny. <laughs> God, Oh, God, yes. Oh, see, I love Scott Pilgrim. I love her in that oh, movie. I know, yeah. I know it's not a very yes. big part, but it yes. just it made it for me. I love her in that. Speaking of that. I watch that all the time. <laughs> oh, man, it's such a good movie. But speaking of that, Elizabeth Winstead would be another good one to play one of us. Mm. She plays Ramona. Yeah. Okay. I like that Ramona. Oh, She's Ramona. in the mix. I could keep going on this. Brie Larson. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Brie Larson is, like, my number one girl crush right now. And I love that I keep picking other Natalie's. Like, Brie Larson <laughs> and Scott Pilgrim was Nat, was oh. Natalie. I'm like, yeah, there we go. <laughs> love it. Okay. What's your spookiest ghost experience? Ooh. I I don't really have one. Uh, things creep me out, like, if I hear random bumps. But it's almost always a neighbor or just... <laughs> The wind or a cat somewhere. It's not really anything exciting. I more freak myself out. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't like to put my feet over the bed. If I'm, a, I'm like about to go to bed and my toes are over, it freaks me out. Um, like Luciano said, that's how demons get you. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't do don't that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh no, I don't. Ugh. I think my scariest is when I was, I think I was 16. I was staying at a friend's house and she lived in the middle of fuck nowhere. 
like you had to take super dirt roads and then like the road stopped and then you're just like just dirt not even dirt road and then <laughs> get to her house and her house always creeped me out but I remember sitting there and we were watching movies and then you could hear a distinct like thunk 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 up the porch and then it was like it was in the living room and then it would go up the hallway into her bedroom and then the oh. door would slam and I was like what the fuck is that shit and she's like eh that just happens and I was like well I'm not sleeping in there so no. I slept on the couch <laughs> Which 16-year-old Kina is like, this is a brilliant idea. I will be okay. Well, when I woke up, all my jewelry had been taken off and was on a stack on the table next to me. And I was like, well, that's a fucking weird prank. But then I was also (laughs) like, I'm a light sleeper, so I didn't understand. So it was still early, so I got up, and then her kitchen, there was a fridge. And then right next to the fridge on the left was a, a door to the basement. And the door was kind of ajar. And I was opening up the fridge to get some orange juice, and I heard Keenan get out. And I was like, okay. So I was like, hey, dude, why is your mom telling me to leave? And she's like, my mom's been at work for two hours. And I was like, see ya. And I never went back to her house. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Ever. I hate it. Oh. <laughs> never went back. There was nobody else in the house. And I heard it as clear as day. And then I later found out, I think it was like a couple of months later, she came to my house. And she said something slapped her. And she had a legit handprint on her back. And I was like, well, that's fucking scary. But I noped the fuck out of there. Never went back. Like, nope, nope, nope. You come to my house. (laughs) (laughs) We're not doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I shared my spookiest over on uh, Cheers from the Grave. But I can share it here and add a little bit to it. So the house that we bought and lived in in Arkansas was haunted. It's very fucking haunted. Keena and I mentioned it on an earlier podcast. Real fucking haunted. So I was laying in bed one night in the dark. I was trying to fall asleep and I reached over to grab my cell phone to look at the screen and a hand came over the side of the bed and reached towards my hand and I could oh. see the red fingernails. No. It was so scary. So I jumped. I'm pretty sure I levitated getting out of the freaking bed, jumped out of bed, ran on thin air into uh, my husband's man cave where he was playing video games. And I was like, holy fuck, this just happened. And he goes, yeah, I didn't want to tell you, but I fell asleep with the door closed in here the other night. I was sleeping on the couch and he heard a scratching at the door that he thought was our dog and he looked over and there were 10 fingers coming underneath the door that were scratching on the inside of the door. I only have nine fingers because I don't have a thumb on my right hand. So it wasn't me and it certainly wasn't the dog with human fingers. But yeah, so um, that was pretty much our first like confirmation that the house was real fucking haunted. And then it just got weirder from there. Jesus Christ, how'd you stay there so long? I don't know. I like that noise. I think I was like that meme where it's like, you know, haunted houses and movies and it's like ah it's a ghost and then the other one's like in real life oh fuck you frank stop banging pots at three in the morning or whatever (laughs) and that's basically how we were like um i would smell cigarette smoke and one day i was trying to take a nap and it hit me really hard and i just sat up and screamed we do not smoke in my house and it stopped (laughs) (laughs) so yeah Uh, that's funny the house i grew up in we had like a hallway and like my bedroom and then the hallway at the end was the laundry room and bathroom. And for a while, like the light would just turn on, you know, when you're like sleeping and you like close your eyes and then you open them again. Cause you're still like, I would close my eyes. Everything would be dark. And then when I opened them again, the lights would be on. And my mom went in there one day was like, you're fucking scaring Keena. Stop it. Never <laughs> happened again. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks mom. Like but we boss. used to smell cigarette smoke all the time, but we always thought it was my grandma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that time I had my car accident and I was talking to my grandmother in a corner. I've told that story on the podcast before, but yeah. Mom's like, I smelled cigarette smoke and I was pissed for a second. And then I realized you were talking to your dead grandma in the corner. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to let this roll. Where's dead grandma's (laughs) hanging out? Maybe one more since this is going longer than a mini-sode. Okay. Um, The next one. What is your favorite kind of cheese? This is from Melanie. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much all but anything in a can. Like, oh, yeah. The cheese with stuff, that is, that is not real. <laughs> like, not I don't real. know what that is. It's no actual cheese. No. 
Uh, I know marrying a man from Wisconsin, I have learned more about cheese than I ever knew. I have a new appreciation. I like really like cheese curds now. Mm. Those are really good. And I've learned that a good cheese curd squeaks when you eat it. That just sounds so gross. And I hate that word curd. Like, it just... That just sounds so gross. Like, it sounds like something that should not be eaten. I don't want cheese squeaking in my mouth. It freaks me out a little bit. I don't need no cheese squeaks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's Uh, good. When I was in Wisconsin, they have just, like, cheese shops. It was uh just, like... There was one It was, like, a giant cow and a purple elephant for some reason it was just pure cheese (laughs) (laughs) and i got an utter uh coffee mug it was great but yeah the cheese curds are really good i'm still trying to figure out how to fry them without them exploding everywhere i haven't figured that out yet i do love goat cheese oh i like on like mexican food Ooh, and a burger Mm. oh yeah i like i like blue cheese on a burger or a munster Mm, that's that's um, one of my favorite things is nachos. Nachos with black beans and rotel and olives and goat cheese oh. and, onions and a little bit of sour cream and whatnot. And it's so good. That sounds really good. And lime, a little bit of lime on it. We went to a burger place last night and Zeke had a goat cheese burger. <laughs> I had something called the street cred. Yeah. Really, I just got it because it says street cred, but it had like <laughs> corn on it. Who would have thunk? It was I like love, I love putting corn in my nachos. Yeah, it was, my nachos it was, are very like whatever I have in the pantry, <laughs> whatever canned vegetable that so might good. be good on a chip. That's what's in my nachos. <laughs> Man, so good. I love food. That's that's the moral of that story. I'll I eat know, any we can finish cheese. like we can do the rest. That's what the podcast should be. Instead of like this pressing shit, like who murdered <laughs> who and all this genocide <laughs> and racist and whatever shit's going on, we need we should do food. <laughs> <laughs> Food and episode. alcohol. That's what makes life continue. It's true. It makes it a lot better. <laughs> These are dark times, friends. These are real dark talk. Times. More food and booze. Yes. Generation say that though. It feels hmm? like every yes. generation say it's yeah, dark probably. for whatever reason. Yes. I, I have noticed that people are like, things are worse than they've ever been. They're like, no, every generation thinks that. But yeah. Ah. So eat up and drink up, y'all. Yes. yes. Um, also, before we go, I want to throw out there that we still have voting on uh, the podcast award. So it's discoverpods.com. And then you go to finalists and then you can vote for us. And that is till the 18th. So please vote. Pretty and if you want to vote for us, that's cool. <laughs> yes. If you have multiple email addresses, hey, that's more votes. <laughs> Not going to lie. That's what I did. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I have forced so many people. I actually talking to my graduate advisor and he was my thesis advisor and he was one of my professors and I was talking to him. I'm like, oh, I got a history podcast, whatever. He sent out an email to all the history people at Euler. So if you're listening because of that, hi. (laughs) So yeah, hopefully, I mean, we're a very tiny fish in a large pond here because I know like Dan Carlin and Sawbones and, you know, all those are huge in the history world, but I'm hoping people are like, that's a cool title. Click. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So banking on it. Hopefully. And then also we have a PO box. That's new. So if you want to send us like a postcard of cool history shit or just like send us something, it is PO box. I got to find the little thing. 1141 Seguin, which it's not spelled the way it sounds. It's S E G U I N, Texas 78155. So. We also have it on Instagram. So I think that's it. And we have a Facebook group, the Speakeasy. And then you can share stuff. And then I think the last thing is we need listener stories. Yes. Always need listener stories. I really enjoy reading them, especially the spooky ones. Oh, funny. Some of them are so scary. The last one really. And the ghosts that eat people. But thank you for the continuation. I'm glad that was a (laughs) two-parter. Uh, also, it's December, so if you have a cool family tradition, that'd be cool. I'd like to hear about that. Especially, like, families, like, different cultures melding together to create some awesome tradition. I would like that. But we'll you take anything. Yeah, it doesn't have it. to be that. You don't have to do that just so you can say it. Like, it's fine. Sure. Whatever you got. <laughs> Literally anything. We're not picky. And that's historicalafpod at gmail.com. 
I think that's it. Is that it? Thank you, Ashley, for joining us on this. Hey! Thanks for letting me hang out. I'm going to have nightmares of creepy hands now. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no thanks. (laughs) Anyway, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Uh, I'm going to stop this one and the start again.